Hello and welcome to Daily Mental Prayer with Shalom Kaysen. Now, I know I said I wasn't going to be doing mental prayer, but you know what? I just can't stay away. I love God and I love mental prayer. I can't stay away. So I'm going to do biographies and mental prayer. Why not? But today we're going to do it a little bit different because I'm trying to find a way to do the mental prayer that is going to be easy for me and enjoyable for you as well. So I'm going to be reading from a book called Prayers Before the Eucharist by St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this passage multiple times. And the first time, I just want you to listen. And I'm going to read it again. I just want you to listen to it. The second time, I'm going, the third time, sorry, I'm going to ask you to think about what it means to you. And the last time, we're going to think about how we can change our lives for the better based on this particular passage. So I'm going to read it. So let's start uh, by putting ourselves in the presence of God with a glory be. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So, I'm going to read this passage, which is called The Good God, from Prayers Before the Eucharist by St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. God has created all things for good, all things for their greatest good, everything for its own good. What is the good of one is not the good of another. What makes one man happy would make another unhappy. God has determined, unless I interfere with his plan, that I should reach what is my greatest happiness. He looks on me individually. He calls me by my name. He knows what I can do, what I can best be what is my greatest happiness, and he means to give it to me. So I'm going to read it again, and I want you to just listen, and just listen to it, and just relax. God has created all things for good, all things for their greatest good, everything for its own good. What is the good of one is not the good of another. What makes one man happy would make another unhappy. God has determined, unless I interfere with his plan, that I should reach what is my greatest happiness. He looks on me individually. He calls me by my name. He knows what I can do, what I can best be, what is my greatest happiness, and he means to give it to me. All right, on the third reading, we're going to think about what this passage means. So listen and think about what it means. God has created all things for good, all things for their greatest good, everything for its own good. What is the good of one is not the good of another. What makes one man happy would make another unhappy. God has determined Unless I interfere with his plan, that I should reach what is my greatest happiness. He looks on me individually. He calls me by my name. He knows what I can do, what I can best be, what is my greatest happiness, 
and he means to give it to me. I'm going to read it again, and I want you to continue thinking about what this passage means. God has created all things for good, all things for their greatest good, everything for its own good. What is the good of one is not the good of another. What makes one man happy would make another unhappy. God has determined, unless I interfere with his plan, that I should reach what is my greatest happiness. He looks on me individually. He calls me by my name. He knows what I can do and what I can best be. What is my greatest happiness? And he means to give it to me. Okay, so we're going to read this passage another time. And I want you to think about uh, what you can do to become a better person while listening to this passage. God has created all things for good, all things for their greatest good, everything for its own good. What is the good of one is not the good of another. What makes one man happy would make another unhappy. God has determined, unless I interfere with his plan, that I should reach what is my greatest happiness. He looks on me individually. He calls me by my name. He knows what I can do, what I can best be, what is my greatest happiness, and he means to give it to me. Okay, I'm going to read this passage one more time, and I want you to keep on thinking. What can you do to become a better person based on this passage? And after that, I'll talk a little bit about my insights. God has created all things for good, all things for their greatest good, everything for its own good. What is the good of one is not the good of another. What makes one man happy would make another unhappy. God has determined, unless I interfere with this plan, that I should reach what is my greatest happiness. He looks on me individually. He calls me by my name. He knows what I can do, what I can best be, what is my greatest happiness, and he means to give it to me. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about my insights. What does this verse mean? What does this passage mean? I mean, it's pretty clear what uh, St. John Henry Newman is saying here. He's saying that God created us for good and he wants our greatest good. The meaning is pretty clear. God wants our greatest good. God knows what's going to make us happy. And he knows that what's going to make Shalom Kaysen happy is not the same thing that's going to make John Doe happy or Sally Sue happy. Everyone needs a different uh, way to get to happiness. And God knows that. He knows also what we can do best. He knows the best person we can be. And all we have to do is get out of God's way. So the next thing we have to talk about is how. What can we do? What concrete action can we take that is going to get us out of God's way so that we can get this happiness that he's promising us. 
So one of the first things we can do is to pray more, of course. And yeah, I mean, I said I was going to stop the mental prayer, but it's just so good. It's so good for you. It's good for me. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to keep doing it. So one of the things we can definitely do to get out of God's way, to allow him to give us more happiness is to pray, pray more, wake up in the morning, say a prayer before you go to bed, say a prayer. That's an easy way to add more prayer into your life, but also do some prayers with the family. Why not set a time every night? I do with my family. I set a time every night and we pray. We're Catholic, so we pray the rosary. You can pick your other form of prayer that you want to pray. Maybe you get together with your family just for about a minute, two minutes. You say in our father together. That's a prayer everybody should know. And you go around in a circle and you say what you're thankful for. And you say um, what you want to pray for or who you want to pray for. That's an easy, easy thing that I do with my family every night. Even if we're rushing and going crazy, I, um, with my family, I always ask everyone to share what they're grateful for and what they want to pray for. And that's an easy way to get everybody praying together and sharing their thoughts. And you can kind of see what's going on in your kids' minds, too. Sometimes they don't want to talk to you, but they'll say, oh, I wanted to pray for that I can pass this test. And you're like, wait, I didn't even know. You were worried about this test. Maybe we can go study for it. So those are my insights. And that's the first day of mental prayer with this book, Prayers Before the Eucharist by St. John Henry Cardinal Newman. I actually got this book from Tan Books for $5. And um, I'm going to put the link in the description. It's not in there right now, but I am going to put the link for this book in the description. I don't know if, if it's going to be $5 forever. But I bought it for $5. It might have been a special. It is a great book to do mental prayer with. So that's it for today. God bless everybody. I hope you have a wonderful night or day or whatever time you're listening to this. And we're going to close out um, with an Our Father. And I'll see you next time. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So mental prayers back. It's a little bit of a different method. Let me know what you think in the comment section. I want to continue doing it this way because this is actually the absolute easiest way to do mental prayer uh, because before I had to have a timer, I had to, you know, wait and have it quiet, wait 30 seconds, come in again. And it was really difficult. This way, I just read the passage four or five times and you think while I'm reading. So let me know if you like the other way better or this way better. And, you know, I'm trying it out, but this way is definitely easier for me to keep doing. So if it works out, if you like it, I'll keep doing it. Even if you don't like it, I'll probably keep doing it because, you know, this is really for me to become holier and I hope it can help you as well. But hey, it is what it is. I'm just rambling now. So God bless. And until next time, stay holy, my friends. Peace out.